eBay Motors is here for the ride. Remember when you first saw the potential? And then through some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Look to your left. Look to your right. It's official. No one's got a ride like this. There's nothing else that sounds like, feels like, or looks like the set of wheels in your garage. With over 122 million parts, you can make sure your number one ride or die stays running smoothly, so there's no limit to how far you can take it. Brake kits, turbochargers, engines, exhaust kits, roof racks, LED headlights, bumpers, whatever your baby needs, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus at these prices, well, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. But we did want to talk about one last thing, uh, which was what Scott's working on for an article tomorrow, I believe. Um, well, which maybe potentially, or we'll, we'll, we'll talk about it here a little bit. Maybe Scott's going to write about it. Well, it's just because the Bruins first round opponent, it's not locked in and it's kind of been changing and moving. And there's just, um, there's a potential for it to be Pittsburgh, the Islanders, Florida. I saw Brian tweet today that Florida might be the team the Bruins want to avoid in the playoffs. That might not, that, that, that's a team that has, a little bit of extra fight and, you know, some grittier players. Um, but yeah, if you want to touch on that first, Scott, um, just thoughts on with four games left in the season for the Bruins, um, what they're looking at for the playoffs. Yeah. Well, it's, it's especially interesting tonight because all three of those teams had pretty impressive wins Thursday night. Um, Florida, who's been scoring a lot lately beats Ottawa seven to two. Islanders, impressive 6-1 win over Tampa. And Pittsburgh, 4-1 win over Minnesota. And Minnesota's been playing really well. So, um, you know, Pittsburgh seems to alternate good and bad games. So, I don't, you know, if they can't string together a few wins here in the last four, like, I don't think alternating wins is going to be good enough because uh, Islanders and Panthers, Panthers especially, have just been playing better than that. They're on a five-game um, win streak, and now yeah. they're in. Now they're in the seventh spot, the the top wild card spot, and the Islanders have dropped out of that. So they've they've jumped um, both of those teams recently. Yeah, because they yeah right now they have the regulation wins tiebreaker, um, yeah. which is a, another problem for Pittsburgh because Pittsburgh has no chance of catching either team in the regulation wins. So um, yeah, I mean I. You know, I think Pittsburgh would be the easiest matchup. I think that much is pretty clear. Not that I'm saying like they would definitely be a pushover, but they have the even as great as Crosby, Malkin, Latang all still are, like they have the least amount of stuff that worries you. They have very shaky goaltending, shaky team defense, not great depth. So, you know, I I still feel like and I know I think Brian disagrees here, but I still feel like I fear the, or I don't fear any of them, but the one that would concern me the most, I, I still think it's the Islanders just because of Ilya Sorokin. 
I just think he's clearly the best goalie on any of those teams. And to me, any recipe for any of those teams potentially upsetting the Bruins in the first round would have to involve include great goaltending. And I think the Islanders are the team that would be most likely to have that. So, but there's no doubt that Florida's playing really well right now. Yeah, I think I agree with Brian. I think Florida um, is a team that just because of where they're peaking um, is at the time of year that you kind of want to see your team getting these wins. Um, Like I mentioned on a five game win streak, uh, they would need to come in uh, after the Islanders or or Pittsburgh, but not both, um, in order for the Bruins to play them. So they'd have to finish in that eighth spot. Uh, I just – I feel like Kachuk is a guy you just generally don't want to play against in the playoffs. I, I think he's one of those agitators who um, could either hurt your guys or – draw a penalty for some sort of retaliation. Um, Some other players on that team as well. Um, I, my mind has changed to it being Florida. That would be the, the harder matchup of the three for the Bruins. And it's going to be something that comes down to the last day because um, the Islanders and Florida are tied with 89 points. And then right behind them, Pittsburgh has 88 points. So we're, we're really, really close going down to it. Bridget, I'm giving you the uh, the Voldemort hug to Draco Malfoy in the seventh movie. Come, to, welcome to the dark side. Um, <laughs> I was already here, Brian. I yes. was always here. <laughs> <laughs> um, I mean, look, I I totally appreciate and uh, understand where Scott's coming from with how important goaltending is, and goaltending can absolutely steal a series. So I don't want to discount why he why he thinks the Islanders are a great would be a great challenge for the Bruins. Um, but I just think that the Bruins lost to the Islanders in six games a couple of years ago. I think that series could have gone Boston's way. I mean, people forget, mm-hmm. you know, the puck hopped over Lozon's stick in game five and the Islanders won overtime. And the Bruins also just – they are so much better than they were that year. It's, it really is. Like, on paper – And the Islanders uh, are worse. The Islanders are worse. The Bruins, I mean, the depth that the Bruins have right now is the talent and the depth that the Bruins have right now is unmatched, but completely unmatched. You can, you can tell me anybody, Colorado. Um, I, I don't care. It's unmatched this year. Um, and the Islanders aren't as good as they were uh, a couple of years ago. I certainly like, I actually didn't, I feared the Barry Trotz effect. Barry Trotz is a very, very defensive sound coach. I think the Islanders are still defensively sound, but Barry Trotz was a very, very, very good coach. He deserved better on the island. But you, if you look at their roster outside of the goal, like Florida's is better. Um, it's more dangerous. There's more high-end talent. I mean, there's some – There's some. the Islanders have some good little players, but, I mean, it's nothing to really fear outside of the, the netminder, in my opinion. Uh, but you go to the Florida Panthers and – I guess what I'm about to say stands true for the Islanders as well. So take it with a grain of salt, but um, I really do feel that the, while the Bruins have unmatched depth and talent on their roster, especially compared to these wildcard teams, I, there's something about playing a team that has been fighting for their playoff lives pretty much all season. And certainly in the second half of the season and 
they're every single game that they're in, you know, they're they're mentally engaged, they're physically engaged. Um, they're realizing that they have the talent to be a lot better than they, what they were most of the season. I'm going to give myself a stick tap for bringing up the Keith Kachuk comments last time we spoke about the Panthers because they've used it as a rallying cry. His son, Matthew Kachuk, who Bridget just mentioned, was on a podcast and talked about how that lit a fire in their room and that his father should get an award for, like, uh, not GM of the year, but, like, um, front off. I don't know what he said. It was something funny, but... The Panthers definitely, I feel like, with Radko Gudis on the back end and Matthew Kachuk up front, there's a physical element right there. Uh, Ryan Lomberg, I think his name is. Like, there's guys that run around on the Panthers, but they also have uh, Alexander Barkov and, like, Aaron Ekblad. And Bobrovsky is a pretty good goaltender as well. Um, I know he's inconsistent, but there's a lot there. Um, I just don't want to play that in the first round if I don't have to. I really I, – I, I absolutely could see that the Panthers – really getting up for a series against Boston. Obviously, every team is going to get up for the playoffs. But if you were to tell me that the Florida Panthers roster upset the Boston Bruins roster, I would have much more believed that over the Islanders roster upsetting the Bruins roster. So um, I don't want to play Florida. I'm not saying I'm afraid of them. But if you're asking me the war of attrition factor, I think I think that I don't want to play Matthew Kachuk for seven games. I don't, I don't need him jersey jabbing you know, Pasternak and McAvoy, not that the Bruins don't have the guys to counter that and tell them to cut the shit. I'm just saying, I don't, I don't need to see that for seven games. It'd be fun to watch. Don't get me wrong. As a hockey fan, it'd be fun as a Bruins fan who doesn't want to see guys get hurt. If they don't have to, then I'm, I'd rather uh, skip, skip that team if I could. Yeah. I, I do think the Panthers have more of the element of like, they could do some damage in the sense of injuries you know, and not even necessarily like cheap shots, but just being physical. Um, I, I just, I really have a hard time seeing the Panthers winning a series I, against the Bruins, though. I agree. Like, We're going to have to agree to disagree here again. We need a Venn da- diagram because I sided with Brian on this. I sided yeah. with on, on well, the conversation. Like, I still look at that Panthers roster. I'm like, yeah, there's some good pieces there. Like, it's, Yes, there's still some holdovers from the team that won the President's Trophy last year. And then that team ran into a much more complete, deeper team in the Lightning and got swept. And I look at that, and I'm like, is this Panthers team better than last year's? I don't think so. You know, it, it looks a little different, but I don't think they're a better roster overall. And I just look at the Bruins, and I think they're so much better. They're so much deeper so much more well-rounded. I trust their goaltending more. Like, I I really struggle to see a way that the Panthers could actually win a series. Whereas with the Islanders, like, I also don't think they would win a series against the Bruins, but I can at least see the blueprint. Like, I can see Sorokin standing on his head. I can see those defensemen making it hard to score. You know, they still have Pellick and Pollock and Mayfield and Dobson and the kid Alexander Romanov, I think is a pretty good player. Like there's still guys there that they're big, they're mobile. Like they can, they can make it hard to score even if they don't have that Barry Trotz factor. So I can see that blueprint a little bit easier. Again, I am not super worried about either team. I think the Bruins should roll in, 
four or five, six at most. I don't see any of those going seven games. But yeah, mm-hmm. I'm still kind of yeah. on the boat of like keep keep me away from the the only goaltender who actually has a, a case to be in the Vezina conversation with Elmark. Like I would rather stay away from him. Yeah, the only problem is the Islanders can't win games zero to zero. So when you can't score, he, the, that Sorokin would have to he would literally have to pitch probably a shutout or or give up a goal game on average because the Islanders and then maybe score score one like Allmark maybe maybe (laughs) I mean look at the end of the day I think I think we all agree I think it's a matter of just like and this is going to sound like a spoiled pompous arrogant Bruins fan um and I don't want to put the cart before the horse but it's for it's more about like okay what what opponent can help you lick your wounds quicker getting into round two than than the other one because I think they're going to get by whoever's in front of them in round one it's just a matter of what kind of style do you want to see the Bruins play in round one? And, you know, I think, I think Scott, you raised some great points. I definitely, I, I understand all of them. I, I agree with them too. Um, I just think, uh, I, you know, Florida's roster might not be as good as it was last year, but, you know, sometimes it doesn't, it's not as black and white as like, well, they're, they're better on paper last year. They're, do they have more intangibles this year? Are they tougher? Have they learned their lessons? Like, I don't know. Um, I guess we'll find out. So, Bridget, Panthers, Brian, Panthers, Scott, you suck. Um, all right, what's the next topic <laughs> we're talking about here? By, by the way, just one last thing on on the Panthers, and also so I can get, get that off the screen. Um, <laughs> so people, like, with Matthew Kachuk, you know, you hear a lot of, like, he's a playoff-style player. I would just point out, he has not been good in the playoffs in his career. He has... 15 points, seven goals in 27 career playoff games, which is like what his regular season rates of scoring. And I realize 27 games isn't, you know, a huge sample size, but he's, he's had some tough playoff series. So I don't know, maybe feel like, Hey, that gives him, you know, something to prove he wants to shake that or whatever. But um, yeah, like you would think his style would translate better than it has. Well, it's still, he can still be impactful without scoring in the playoffs. So like his style still can be impactful without, you know, necessarily it showing up there on the score sheet as much as his numbers were in the regular season. I am tired. I am. But the Panthers. Scott. Scott. The the Panthers would need him to score. We're talking about beating the Bruins. (laughs) Yeah, but yeah, but we're not, we're not though. Like I, I, I don't think like, like the point of this conversation is about who's going to be, I mean, I guess you could say who scares you most. I don't. I don't think any of us think that the Bruins are in jeopardy against any of these I think, teams. I think here are two things we all agree on: that the Bruins, with the goalie thing, both goalies being health, healthy, is the only reason why we're having this debate about rotation or whatever. That's a win. Both your goalies are healthy and can play um, at such a high level that you'd consider playing them in the playoffs. And it's kind of semantics what we're talking about with playoff opponents because we all agree that those three teams, Pittsburgh Islanders um, and Florida, are all teams that they should and could and more than likely will beat in a first-round series. So we agree on that. We do. Can we, can we end on that? <laughs> yeah. The, the, the last thing I would say is for, is for Bruins fans listening and watching is that uh, Saturday night the Bruins have a chance to tie Montreal, Tampa, and the mid-90s Red Wings for the – for the NHL record for wins in the season, 62. Of course, we'll have a couple of chances to 
to tie that if they don't get it Saturday night and also eclipse that. Um, so and they we could won't... do it in Montreal. They could pass it in Montreal last game of the season. Yeah, my my money's on them passing it before then, but oh, that's, yeah. true. that's true. Um, well, so... but they they could pass the points record in Montreal though, because that that one's a little further off. I think they're what six, five mm-hmm. five from tying, six from breaking that now. So okay, so yeah, so I mean, you won't be listening to us until after that that Saturday night game. So um, if you didn't know, now you know. And uh, yeah, we got. I think get... we we probably won't be recording till Sunday. Would be my guess. All right. Well, let's Scott. Let's let uh, Bridget out of here. Get her beauty sleep. Uh, you gotta get your beauty sleep too, Scott. I'm not want to discount that. Uh, you don't just wake up like this. So um, <laughs> thank you all for listening, and we will talk to you soon.